0: Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group.
1: Finally updated that. Well, good. (laughs) It was peppier. It is. Riverdale
0: Rewind. Goodness. Okay.
1: It is brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group.
0: They're pretty great. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So (laughs) we sound really excited to do this.
1: They're really great. They're great. So
0: is this (laughs) show. Actually, I have a lot of bones to pick with this show this week. Um, This was one of the craziest episodes of Riverdale I've ever seen. (laughs) It's like I said to know me. It's like they're just the writers are playing action movie Mad Libs with this. It really is. And I
1: feel like they're having quirky fun with. The quote-unquote villains—they are, the show? Uh,
0: yeah. But I think what I originally had liked Riverdale for was like just kind of the creepy mystery plot. Yes, and the now, very dark—you
1: know, very yeah. dark.
0: It's 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 dark. Uh, it's still a dark show, but it's like almost a little ridiculous at this point. And I, I think they're kind of like really like leaning into the caricature of the show, and I, I don't particularly care for it to be honest and maybe I'm just in a grumpy mood because I'm tired but I I didn't love what they did last night. I thought it was like a lot of fun but I don't think it's like true to what the show used to be. I think it's almost just kind of getting goofy. It's goofy yeah and and that's fine but I think it is detracting some people. I know Jess's uh, favorite new thing to do
1: is to time how long it will take for intercourse
0: that happen. yeah it was three <laughs> minutes this time last week it was four so next time they're just gonna start right in on it right in <laughs> yep um yeah the show is becoming it's like it knows what it's feeding into but i i, I don't particularly care for that and yeah. i and like i get it but it like and i will continue to watch but i don't um i think maybe i would have stopped if it wasn't for doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's taken a a hardcore
1: left turn out of nowhere i feel like the yeah. first season was fantastic second one was pretty good third one it was odd it was getting a little more fantastical
0: um more more it's unbelievable but before it was a little bit less unbelievable yeah um but now it's like and they i know they've always kind of been ones to kind of poke fun at themselves and like the car wash and things mm-hmm. like that but it wasn't so gratuitous back a couple of seasons ago it was like every now and then they'd have their shirts off and i think they started realizing oh that's our thing right and so now it's like they know they're making fun i like that they have a funny um they can pick a uh, pick at themselves but it's <sighs> it's too much it's now. detracting it's, from, yeah. a, from a solid plot to be honest now that we're talking about the car
1: wash i think their car wash is was way more successful than dodgeball's car wash. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about that. Where they
0: only had one customer. <laughs> right. I do like that they are um I do like that it's the opposite on this show. Like it's not a bunch of girls in bikinis. It's like I dudes. do appreciate that. Yeah. Um they're objectifying dudes. Yeah. That's nice. Yay. Um Equal. but the two Equal biggest rights. weirdo moments of the of this episode were one Betty has to dismantle a bomb using a bobby pin while FBI agents look on. And two, somehow Edgar ever, never has turned into evil evil <laughs> slash Brad Pitt. And once upon a time in Hollywood and fight club.
1: Yes. So I don't
0: know what's happening there. Yes. Uh, I don't know. That took a real weird turn. We, we were texting each other, um, ag- agreeing with those notes. Yeah.
1: Um, it- I just for for the Betty bomb situation, I just expected more of an explanation on why she would be the person to. You think? Yeah. You know, I feel like they just
0: I was, threw I was her. Like, Wait, at are it. they tied up or something?
1: No. Right, you know, like it's just it's really just Which, Betty. I'm going to tell you what to do. You do it. Like that just didn't make sense to me, and. I get that she's, like, a main character, and she's a hero, and she is incredibly smart, but I just don't... They needed to give some kind of reason behind her
0: taking care of the bomb. And maybe... The only reason I could think is if, like, actually Charles is bad, and he is making her do it like he knew all along it wasn't really a bomb or something. I don't... I don't know. Do you do you have any distrust in Charles? there was a point in the episode where somebody asked if like they, if she trusts Charles and she said, yeah, I mean, like I don't trust his FBI skills. No. (laughs) And you can't really trust anybody in Riverdale.
1: You can't. Um, I feel like there has to be something evil about his character. There's some half, there has to be some gray underlining to his character because then it would be way too easy. Yeah. I, you know, he can't just arrive and be like, I'm good because I'm a Cooper. I'm good.
0: Yeah. There's something more to it. And I think that may end up explaining that whole scene. Yeah. Because that was really weird. It was
1: very awkward and felt awkward. It looked awkward. Uh, I just
0: w- I needed more from that situation. It was like they were putting, it was like they had a dartboard and they're just throwing things at like Yeah like oh we're going to have a dismantling of a bomb and then a rocket launch yes the rocket and it was not even like <laughs> the rocket was like so perfect it was like a
1: toy rocket it's a toy rocket but it was so perfect if someone was if someone were to build a rocket yeah. okay you would you would imagine it being rough
0: looking and where was that the whole time right that's ridiculous and also it didn't have like a cover it was everything about it was really weird and stupid. And I mean, it shows that he's crazy, but like you could have shown that in a different way. I
1: feel like they kind of have given up on the character
0: and they're like, ready to move on. They're like, okay, let's move on. Right. Like, let's make the death weird, but like, why bring it into this season if you're giving up on it? That's why I think there's maybe something to do with Charles or something. Yeah. It could be, it could be.
1: Um, I don't understand the whole dare devil kind of cape wearing one piece that... Evil Knievel. Yeah. yeah. Like, I... Where's that coming from? It, it's completely just out of left field. He's, yeah, he's
0: off the rails and think about what the character used to be like. He was very buttoned up and, like, um, that's why he was very believable. And now, again, he's... It, it reminds me of, like... A few different Brad Pitt characters. I guess mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's doing that a lot in movies. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh no, I
1: haven't. It's is great. that the one where he's in um in like button down like beach wear?
0: Yeah, he's in like a Hawaiian. Okay, shirt. then yeah, I the, have. The new Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. Yeah, which was great. I think this is Brad Pitt's chance to There's another get an movie award. that he's in that he
1: wears basically the same get up. Fight Flight Club, kind of. Kind of. But he's like a bad I can't remember. The it. Mexican? That's probably it. Yeah, with uh, James Gandolfini and Julia Julia Roberts. Yeah, she was in that.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, um, actually, I'm a big fan of Brad Pitt. I think he's <laughs> they, like he had like that moment where he was doing like the Matthew McConaughey just like cute like I'm I'm hot movies, and then both of them now are like they do real work. Yes. Um, but I think uh, like his acting, I don't think it's underrated. I think people appreciate him, but I think he's like. I think they underappreciate actually how good he is. Right. That that once upon a time Hollywood movie was probably my favorite role I've seen him in, and Leonardo DiCaprio because I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio when he's playing, um, like I don't buy him as historical figures because he looks so much like himself. Right. Um, so, but I liked him in like The Departed where he's just like paying, playing a twenty year old guy. But Quentin Tarantino movies is like a true
1: honor to be actually involved with them.
0: Yeah, and he Brad Pitt was great in Inglorious Bastards too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes i think he's he has a really good comedic
1: ability yes i I think he's um kind of like made as a joke unless you actually look at his acting career and look at the movies that he's been involved with in. yeah i mean he's done so many movies
0: it's ridiculous yeah it's
1: crazy that, think about thalma and louise mm-hmm. like which is a classic interview of the vampire yeah i mean so if you actually look at his acting career now that we're talking about it mm-hmm. i feel like he, prolific yes
0: yes you know who else is this is we're going off the rails but this is related (laughs) to a tv show it's
1: playing into the theme of this
0: episode okay um another prolific actor that has been his entertained masses of people for decades but will probably never get any kind of prestigious accolade is paul rudd <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes gets, actually. Like you're from right.
0: clueless to his new show living Without oh my himself. god i
1: forgot he was in clueless oh my god he he still looks the same oh my
0: god <laughs> yeah As
1: the stepbrother that sleeps with his stepsister <laughs> he didn't they didn't sleep together did they oh at well, the they end they get up, together yeah, yeah they
0: start dating They're so dreamy they're not related though no, um, but. but like he was like the hot guy in the movie. And now it's like, oh, he's Paul. It's Paul Rudd. So this funny. Is, how would you Ant introduce Man.
1: your <laughs> your girlfriend slash sibling at a party being like, this is my sister, also my girlfriend. We're not related.
0: You have to always add we're not related and we're not related. This is my stepsister by marriage and I'm dating her and then I'm going to marriage her <laughs> like it's so weird. It is weird, but I think it does happen. I feel like it's I've it's very it to cruel in real life. intentions. Yeah, I find this, you know this is funny. It's not they're not related people, but my um, my cousin's husband, his Your brothers are married husband. to twins. My cousin, okay. he would be so excited if I'm shouting him out. So Kyle, I'm <laughs> gonna send him this because he <laughs> loves a shout out. He gets excited if like he gives me a cup and it's in one of the super chats. Um, so Kyle's brothers are married to twins. Kyle's
1: brothers Uh are married to twins like
0: twin sisters
1: oh my god yeah so it's super confusing
0: at family things and then they look like my sister kind of so we're at like Casey's wedding and like all the if you look at the pictures from a farm like everyone looks the same and then me (laughs) (laughs) because they're all brunette and I'm blonde but but it's uh yeah I just think that's interesting too because it's like They're I think they're identical twins. I'm not sure, but the brothers kind of look alike, and the girls kind of look alike. I cannot keep them straight. They're lovely people. I'm so sorry, Andrea, and um, I can't remember all their names. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for clicking and listening to this podcast. They're never gonna even know I do one. Dan and Michael, and then Andrea and the other one. I'm gonna go on (laughs) to your social media. I can't remember her name, but I never stalk Annette. Andrea and Annette. I never see them. And the ones I do hang out with, sometimes I don't remember which pair it is. No, I just know what they look like. I di- no, yeah, I don't because they look so similar. I see them like once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel too bad. Well, well, shout out to them, family. Yes, thank you for all the clicks. uh You're our only listeners. Yes. <laughs> I'll send it to Kyle. who's going to laugh about this. Anyways, back to Evil Knievel. Yes. Good for Chad Michael Murray and his abs. Speaking of actors aging well. Um, Can I say one thing from last night's episode? Yeah.
1: And it deals with the transition of a Jughead going on to a new school, Mm -hmm. um, living there during the week and coming home on the weekends.
0: Yeah. Poor Moose. Oh, yeah. You mean Marmaduke? Yes. Oh, that poor guy. He's having a real hard time. A hard go of it. and Brett with one T, which is totally an asshole name. Brett yes. Weston Wallace. Yeah, um, he he's a big doucher. He burn booked him at the end, like Mean Girl style. Mm-hmm. He Marmaduke was uh, living under a supposed identity, and then everybody didn't know that his dad had done the Gargoyle King thing and mm-hmm. killed his girlfriend. So, um, yeah, we also find out that Moose is by.
1: Yes, Uh which was
0: a change of pace of
1: things as well. (laughs) I love that Jughead didn't know what the the tie on the door meant. That was very cute. It is cute because he's never lived away. Oh, so Um,
0: cute. But ties on the door. Shut the door. I did not. Oh, sorry. And also, I kind of missed that part of the show. Sometimes I just miss whole chunks of
1: this show. (laughs) And then Jughead being surprised that Moose was with a female.
0: Yes but poor moose he's such a sweet seems like such a sweethearted guy and he's having a hard go of it so i wonder if he'll have to leave the school now
1: right well and he talked about that in the in the episode that he's like well this is this is over i have to now move on
0: do you think he will retaliate against jughead because it's kind of jughead's fault that he came to the school and pissed off brett but i mean not really like it's right it's just he's a catalyst for that
1: um, you know what? I don't think he is mad at Jughead. I feel like actually Jughead's arrival comforted him. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a level of of like, okay, oh, somebody I, I could somebody, trust, yeah. somebody I know, someone I could trust, is here staying in the same exact room as me. Um, you know, I, I thought it was great that he explained what happened to him, how he broke down, how he had like a mental breakdown yeah. and was trying to you know fix himself um and ended up there for a fresh new start i just feel awful at the fact that he's now gonna have to start all over somewhere else what's what another school near
0: riverdale is there yeah um i i think we should get this podcast sponsored by like cbd oil because all these kids have anxiety and they're gonna have (laughs) breakdowns um yeah, the that Brett character I'm interested to see how that plot kind of progresses and I'm interested to see more about Mr. Chipley. Is it Chipley Chippy? Chippy?
1: Yes. Chippers? Shippers Magoo? The the fingerless guy? Oh, no, you're talking about the...
0: The The new, the the teacher at the other school. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about the
0: old principal. The uh, creepiest part of the episode, though, which I thought they did a pretty good job with, but I'm starting to not like the character, is Cheryl living in the house with Tony and her creepy Nana. Yes. Um, They did a really good job making the Nana crazy, and she said a really big line. Um, She thought that Cheryl was Penelope, Mm -hmm. and she mentioned that... She thought the triplets were uh, burning, burning Um, in the fire, burning. Right. So that uh, what did you initially think immediately? Like, yep. Yep. Cheryl's definitely a triplet. So we're going to see another blossom, which I think they're just going to bring that same actor back, Jason. It could. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because I feel like that they're going to use that actor again. I mean, it's pretty and looks like such a blossom. (laughs) They got to like use that. Pristine ivory skin and red hair. Exactly. How many? How many famous, gorgeous
1: ivory skin people are there? Anne Hathaway. Yeah. No. She doesn't seem like a. She's, she's not demented enough. No. She, no. But she has ivory skin. Yeah. Very pale. Yeah. But um. But I am looking forward to seeing the next sibling, Tony, reacting to
0: Jason in the basement. Well, the creepy corpse, Jason. Yeah, like that's, can you imagine if. <laughs> that would start smelling. Yes, it would definitely start smelling. I don't know what formaldehyde they used on that. what I'm saying, it's been mummified. But also, like, Tony's probably like, oh, my God, you are off the rails. Like, I didn't know she didn't know it was down there. I guess, right. I don't know how I didn't know that. But um, so that's a whole but- kettle of worms to cover.
1: But her reaction to the corpse was like, oh, my God, you're crazy.
0: But she stays. Well, because I think then you just that leaves the plot line hanging. Right. Like, but- like we're going to have to talk about this. I wouldn't run away. I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah we need to leave. <laughs> like, I, I think they just like left it hanging. Right. Yeah. But
1: I just I, I you would have think- ran away
0: or something. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like- because like I'd be like, my loved one is talking to a corpse secretly in the basement. <laughs> right. Let's, let's go. And to, I, got a I don't want to be
1: anywhere near this situation. I'm going to peace out. Well, yeah, that's Nomi's, that's Nomi's deal breaker is corpse. Yep. Sorry. If you have a corpse hidden somewhere in our house, I'm going to leave. Yeah.
0: Two things we need to get to before we wrap up this episode. Well, kind of three. One, we're going to go over this one real quick. Archie's a townie for life. And that's yes. pretty much it. He's the new Fred Andrews. Um, I don't think they know what to do with that character. Um, but, but as you predicted, the mom is staying. So she's going to stay in town. Um, speaking of other weird parents, um, Hiram Lodge just seems to be able to get out of prison when he pleases yeah, what's Some, going on? And then there. put himself
1: back in prison? Prison's like, going well for him. Yeah. He
0: just went to Dunkin' Donuts. For my morning coffee, and now I'm going to put myself back into the prison. Right, and he told Veronica how he used to be a Jamie Luna. So to kind of retaliate, instead of changing her name to Veronica Gomez, she changed it to Veronica Luna. So I guess we'll find out more about the Luna family and what that entails, and that's probably when her sister will come in, mm-hmm. um, that she's never at all mentioned. right. Um, but then the one final scene, which was real funny to me, is I like their retro throwback stuff in this show. But like they Betty and Vera, or Betty and um, Jug had opened the door and someone has left them a VHS on their porch.
1: Who has a VHS or a, has a VCR,
0: VCR anymore? You know who does? You do? I do. Oh my god! And here's of why. Of course you do. Because I have old school projects and stuff that I need to like be able to still keep. Still keep so I, I don't have it. I have a VHS like it's in storage, but um, it's a VHS CD or DVD combo. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if it would even hook up to a TV. Um, but I do <laughs> have one. Yeah, of course
1: you do. But, it does not surprise me at all. But that the Coopers Jeff has don't. a VCR.
0: Yeah, I bet the Coopers do not. Well, no, they might. What if we found out this show is actually back in like nineteen nineties? <laughs> like we're like making fun, but it's like also I'm guessing that Riverdale is the place of the last blockbuster. Oh, I miss Blockbuster. You know why? Here's why: because now we have gotten ourselves into this pickle of streaming uh, platforms. Where there's like, I, there used to be an app where you could look up like what app what app is the show on that I want to watch. It would tell you like what network. And now it's, you have to like go through. I'm like, okay, it's not on Hulu. It's not on Showtime. It's not on Netflix. It's not. so you have to go through all the things and then find it. And I've actually had times where I never could find the show. Um, So we're in a pickle now of like, that's why we can't decide on a movie. And at least back in the day when you couldn't decide on a movie, you were getting a little cardio and walking around the blockbuster. Well,
1: and you get the wait in line and then you would be like, oh, my God. They don't have any of the new releases out. It's all sold out. All right. What new movie
0: do we want to see that's not new, but it's new to us? I loved that. Me and my friends, that's what we do on a Friday. We go to Blockbuster, walk around, not be able to decide on anything, end up getting like Billy Madison. Oh. Yeah. It's so sad. I'm so sad about the analog life being gone, and I'm glad I lived it. Yeah. I'm a zenial. Like, like the you know the cross between gen, gen x and millennial on, yes. like cusp so i lived an analog life oh and i'm sad you gotta watch
1: the movie mid 90s by jonah hill it's really good i do i need to but where can we find you on social
0: jess at jessica Barilla, figure out how to spell it and you win <laughs> you win what you win my friendship <laughs> online which is fake
1: i'm at nomi Burton. we'll see you next week
0: Find Riverdale fandom on WCCBCharlotte.com.